mini-sode of more or less to conclude this hot mess of a year. And it's the last week of 2020, which means we're all, you know, probably debating how much longer we can keep listening to Christmas music. If you're like me, you're eating a lot of candy canes. And I'm also running around my house dancing to Mariah Carey's Old Lang Syne. Insert here. There's something about that song that every time I listen to it, I feel like I instantly get a superpower. (laughs) Um, But anyways, we're chatting with someone who's inspired me from day one, um, 2017 to be exact. Sterling Champion, wearing of many hats. She's a founder, artist manager, and continues to leave her mark, no pun intended, more or less. Um, Hello, everyone. I am Sterling Champion. Um, I have been working in music and entertainment since I was 20, so 10 10 years now. Um, I actually decided to work in music after attending Bonnaroo in 2010, and the experience changed my life. I was pre-med my sophomore year in college, and I thought that's what I wanted to do, but I was really unhappy, and then I was like, wait, you can work in music. Like this is a career. And I, it was always something I was really passionate about. So, um, yeah, since then I've been doing a lot of various jobs in music. I'm kind of, I'm very well-rounded in that regard, but I'd say my main focus has been live music and events. Um, so this year has been particularly hard for me (laughs) because I just, love them so much. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I started my own company that's not music or entertainment related, but um, what the company is about impacts all industries. So we're the SheMark and she, um, the SheMark is a suite of certification marks similar to certified organic or certified fair trade or cruelty free which I'm sure everyone is somewhat familiar with. Um, It's the same concept as that, but instead of looking at a product and their sustainability or the way it's made, we look at a company and who they employ and and who owns it. So we certify companies that are either owned, creatively driven, or run by at least 50% women and or gender diverse people. So our goal is to... Um, verify that information with companies and give them a certification mark to display to consumers, clients, job applicants, um, so that they know immediately without having to do their own research whether or not women are highly involved in that company. Um, I think consumer, I think conscious consumerism and conscious capitalism is the future. So I'm particularly excited. And I think this time, this year has really given people perspective, um, you know, on where they spend their time, where they spend their money, who they're supporting. I think everyone's a little bit more aware. So I'm grateful for that. Um, we actually used to work together too. Which is <laughs> yeah, how for, we met. Those, for those um, that are listening, um, Sterling was one of my very first internship supervisors. Um, I was, I think this was what, maybe three or four years ago. Um, I barely had any music industry experience. And 
I feel so grateful for the women in music that have kind of uplifted me to do awesome things. And Sterling was definitely one of the first. So I'm so excited we're catching up today because it's been a minute. Um, and with all the wonderful things you are doing, the number one question we ask on the show is how are you feeling more or less in one word? I'm feeling tired. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's been a long year of um, growth. And um, it's been hard to set boundaries, um, you know, working from home and, and acclimating, adjusting. Um, it's been a long year. So I think we're all excited to just take some time to relax and reflect and you know, get ready and prepare for 2021 because this isn't over, <laughs> even though we might want it to be. Um, exactly. And I think, I mean, you being in LA and I'm on the East coast right now, two parallel universes, but we are all bearing through a pandemic together in different ways. Um, and the follow-up question is kind of for today in this moment, since we're wrapping up 2020 and there's all this talk about resolutions and whatnot, I'm not really a big resolution person. I'm more of like every day you can kind of choose to manifest something. Um, mm -hmm. So what is something you need more of and something you need less of today, tomorrow, this week? I need designated work time, designated personal time. It's hard. I've been working from home for several years now. So the shift to work from home was not new for me, but it's so that's to say that this boundary issue is something I've been dealing with for a while. It's hard to um, decide when you're in work mode and when you're not, especially in the music industry. So more boundaries, less of this 24 hour work culture that the industry sort of upholds um, because it's a personal industry. It's very emotional. There's a lot of big dreams involved. And there's this sense of like, if I don't work super hard all the time, I won't make it. Or, you know, it someone else is working harder. And I think that attitude isn't necessarily working anymore. People need... And that recharge time is just as important as that work time. So for me, yeah, more boundaries, less, less no boundaries, I guess. I freaking love that that's what you said, because that's essentially where this idea came up with, with more or less. I Someone said a quote recently, it wasn't mine, somebody else said it, but they were like, I'm not working from home, I'm living at work. Um, and I think in the music industry that is wow. been so prominent and now you put in a global pandemic where, you know, live events are shut down and we're constantly consuming virtual content. So for you as an entrepreneur, I'm curious, you know, with 2020 wrapping up in, in your world, um, how have you kind of set those boundaries with the she mark? That's actually, I'm glad you asked that. It's a great question. That's, Something that we've put a lot of intention into, um, my co-founder also used to work in music um, and 
they're an entertainment lawyer. So we actually connect. That's how we connected originally just as friends, um, you know, we're sharing very similar working experiences, particularly for a lawyer too. It was very long, long hours. Um, but so we, so we went into the Shemark making sure that we created a culture and a work life balance that was what we wish we saw when we worked in the music industry. It's very freeing to have the power to do that and be in charge and set those rules. Um, you know, we create intentional working hours. You know, we recognize and are okay and are very open with how we're feeling and we allow that space. I think that's something that also very naturally happened with what was going on this year. I think a lot of companies recognized the humanity in their employees a lot more. I mean, we were welcomed into people's homes this year and, you know, got to see their kids interrupt their Zoom calls or, you know, them rolling right out of bed wearing a sweatshirt, you know, like that. We got to see people outside of whatever they present themselves as at work. And I think, I think that helped a lot. Um, but hopefully we all have something to learn from this year. But I know that allowing people the space to be like, I'm having a really hard time today. I know we had a big meeting. Um, I'll, you know, I'll do my best to get through it. But if we could maybe work on this and then postpone this to tomorrow, that would be great. And having the space to be honest about it and not feel like people are going to be judged or annoyed by it. It's just an accepting environment. So that's what we're trying to create at the Shemark and, and really um, prioritize our personal happiness as well as our professional success and hard work, which is hard. It's hard because we're in the way, way minority in that. Um, even though has really brought it to light and I think it's called attention to it. Change like that doesn't happen overnight because it tends to be cultural. You know, back to the the music industry, there's this attitude of like, well, if you won't do it, someone else will. And I think, you know, in the sense of reflecting on 2020, um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of cool quotes, but the reality is we're surviving. Um, I think my greatest accomplishment this year is, is waking up every day. Um, that's all we can ask for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot of pressures in the outside world that may say otherwise, but you, me, people around us, um, we're all doing the best we can. And that's kind of been my motto all year is I'm doing the best I can. Mm -hmm. Um, that's great. If someone else can do that, I I've been, I read Amy Poehler's book this year. Yes, please. And she has this quote that says good for her, not for me. Um, I love <laughs> I like that. that because it totally puts things into perspective. What may work for someone else may not necessarily work for you. Um, and in a year like 2020, I can't think of anything more true. Um, so my final question for you, Sterling is, you know, you mentioned that you're feeling tired. What energy are you hoping to kind of reset these next few days and bring into 2021? My goal for this time off 
and this transition into a new year is really to center myself. I feel very unbalanced. So center myself by, you know, reconnecting with what I like to do outside of work, maybe disconnecting from my phone. I'm one of those people, I agree, I don't like necessarily to do resolutions, but what I like to do is reset my goals for the year and my goals for my life. So I'll probably review those, look at my 2020 goals, laugh and cry at them because they were all ruined. (laughs) You know, I actually found a list. I made a list, I guess, last December that I, you know, threw in my room in in a closet somewhere and I came across it last month and it was like 20 things I want to do in 2020. I cracked up and then had to pour myself a glass of wine (laughs) because that... It just goes to show that you could plan and you could have 900 things figured out and life is still going to give you those curveballs 900 more times. A thousand percent. And I think this year, my goals will look a little bit different because they won't be centered around like travel to a new place or, you know, you know, anything like that. Go to Europe. going to be it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> RIP to the trips we should have had this year. <laughs> Um, that's all too real to me, but I, yeah, I think they'll focus more on personal goals, um, that help me center and find that balance beyond taking the time off, but in the everyday. I am manifesting this for you. I've been hearing that there's energy on winter solstice that, you know, we're all magically going to turn into like snowmen or something. Um, but they been so today much. the day. Yes, they were They've saying been that talking it's, about it on TikTok. For those listening, today's December twenty first, but we're releasing this on a different day. But today we're supposed to be manifesting, and TikTok says we're all going to become like Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> um, so you heard it here first. <laughs> TikTok's the MVP of twenty twenty, in my opinion. So, Sterling, where can people find you, follow you, support you, do all the things? Awesome. Well, if you want to support um, the artists that I work with, you can follow them on on Instagram um, at Stolar Music, S-T-O-L-A-R Music, and then at Evangelia, E-V-A-N-G-E-L-I-A. She's also on TikTok at Evangelia Music. Very, very entertaining on there. And then if you're interested in following me and my work with The SheMark, you can check us out at The SheMark on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and theshemark.com. Thank you, thank you, my friend, and thank you for coming on. Cheers to, to 2021. I can't even speak today. Ugh. You know, it's the last working day of the year. We got it, girl. <laughs>